Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Through the 40s and into the 30s, so a bit of a colder start to the day tomorrow with a high temperature around 55 degrees. We'll have a beautiful day, nice sunrise and sunset with partly to mostly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Springfield 37, Farragut Square at 33, Laurel 31. A lot of the suburbs could be around 31 to 30 degrees overnight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, the U.S. House passes a bipartisan tax bill that expands the child tax credit. The only issue is it may not get very far in the Senate. A teenager sentenced after killing her friend over sweet and sour sauce. It's still not enough. I'm Heather Gustafson. We've got an update to that deadly crime spree lasting 12 hours from D.C. into Prince George's County. It ended with a suspect being shot and killed by police. That suspect identified tonight. Body-worn camera video shows last week's deadly police shooting on North Capitol Street. I'm Dick Iuliano. What some of the potential future owners of the Baltimore Orioles are saying about a deal to buy the team. I'm Mike Marillo. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. We begin tonight with breaking news. We've just learned that there have been deaths in the sudden collapse of a private hangar under construction at the airport in Boise, Idaho. Officials now say three people died on the scene and nine people were injured. Aaron Hummel is Boise's fire operations chief. We've accounted for everybody that we, that, uh, that was in or around the collapse area. Um, we did have some that that were challenging and that there was uh, hoists and so forth that our technical rescue team made entry and were able to rescue those people. Flights into and out of the airport were not affected. Here they come. The first of two predicted storms is already hitting California. CBS's Elise Preston is in San Francisco. The first of two powerful storms ramp up in this state, punching down first on Northern California. High wind is also a great concern here. Some parts of California's Bay Area, especially along the coast, could see winds gusting up to 60 miles per hour. And cities and counties are on high alert, warning residents to stay off the roads if they can and be cautious of downed power lines and toppled trees. A new report says chronic absenteeism is the, quote, greatest post-pandemic challenge for schools. American Enterprise Institute senior fellow Nat Malkus. This isn't just a narrow problem. Everybody had different rates before the pandemic, and most of those rates increased by 80 to 90 percent and are still around 75 percent higher than pre-pandemic. Malkus says while things did improve last year from 2022, absenteeism is still much higher than it was before COVID hit. The yeas are 357, the nays are 70 Two-thirds being in the affirmative. The The House on Wednesday night approved a bill that expands the child tax credit. It will mostly help lower-income families. One estimate says in its first year, the tax credit could help lift as many as 400,000 children above the poverty line. The bill now heads to the Senate. A large new study links contaminated drinking water at the Camp Lejeune Marine Corps base in North Carolina to an expanded range of cancers. CBS's Jim Crisula in North Carolina has been 
been following this story for years. Mark Partain and his family lived on the base when he was young. He now has male breast cancer. There's over 130 men that I know of that have the single commonality of exposure to the contaminated drinking water at Camp Lejeune and male breast cancer. A new study found military personnel and their families stationed at Camp Lejeune from 1975 to 1985 had at least a 20% higher risk for a number of cancers. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to a new month. First of February 2024. Scattered clouds, patchy fog overnight by daybreak. Veronica says the low should be somewhere between 30 and 38. We're at 32 in Washington now. Good morning to you. Dean Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your midnight hour Thursday morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you locally as we roll into this early Thursday morning together. A Waldorf teenager is where we begin sentenced to five years in D.C. Juvenile Detention Center after pleading guilty to stabbing her good friend to death outside of D.C. McDonald's last summer, apparently in an argument over sweet and sour sauce. 16-year-old Naima Ligon was killed. She was also from Waldorf. Minutes after the sentencing, Joy Ligon, Naima's mother, stepped outside the courtroom and said that she was relieved it was all over, but that justice had not been served. We knew that the maximum time, regardless, that she would get would be up to her 21st birthday, which I think is an injustice. Ligon said the family initially wanted to go to trial for first-degree murder, but now that teenager who pled guilty will remain in a youth detention center until she's 21 as part of the plea deal. This young lady committed an adult crime and was not charged as an adult. She could have been charged as an adult, but she wasn't. Lagon also told the judge that she just can't understand how her daughter could have been killed over sweet and sour sauce. In the district, Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.04 Thursday. We're learning more here at WTOP this morning about that frightening one-person crime spree that started Monday night, you may remember, in the district, ending Tuesday morning in Prince George's County. It all started apparently with a carjacking and a shooting and ended when police in New Carrollton shot and killed the suspect. That man has now been identified this morning as 28-year-old Artel Cunningham of Suitland. The officers involved in the shooting are Sergeant Byron Purnell and Corporal Carlos Batenga. Now, both are now on leave, we're told. Investigators in the case are still trying to identify a motive and say Cunningham may have been experiencing a mental health crisis at the time. At least one person was killed in that crime spree and other remains in what police are calling this morning Thursday a very critical condition. WTOP at 12.05. We're getting a look now at another case just released body-worn footage of a shooting involving D.C. police locally just last week. It shows apparently what happened when police shot and killed a man who at the time they say jumped out of an ambulance and charged at an officer with a metal object during morning rush hour. The man was in a mental health crisis last Wednesday morning when police say he assaulted a paramedic in the ambulance, taking him to the hospital and then bolted into traffic on North Capitol Street near Florida Avenue. Executive Assistant Police Chief Jeffrey Carroll says the man's family has been shown the body-worn camera video of the man coming out from under a truck with a metal object in his hand. The individual charged towards the officer, grabbed at him and swung the metal object. At that time, the officer discharged his firearm, striking the individual. Chief Carroll says the metal object appears to be a tire pressure gauge. A use of force review is underway, and the officer is on administrative leave. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Almost 6 Thursday morning on WTOP. That rideshare driver we told you about accused of attacking a D.C. rabbi last weekend 
is Thursday morning under arrest. D.C. police, a 32-year-old Tyreek Myrick is being charged with simple assault in the case. The incident happened, you may remember, over the weekend, last weekend, Sunday morning on Connecticut Avenue in Northwest while Myrick was working as a rideshare driver. He had picked up the rabbi for a ride. Then the rabbi asked him to lower the volume on the radio. Myrick canceled the ride then. D.C. police say the rabbi got out of the car, and then Myrick attacked him after complaining that the rabbi had slammed the car door. Police are investigating the attack as potentially motivated by hate or bias. Myrick is also being charged with burglary for a separate incident that was earlier this year. WTOP at 12.06. Big change coming to Baltimore after 31 years under one family. The Orioles are on track to have new owners, and the man leading the new group says... His goal is simple, the World Series win. WTCOP's Mike Marillo reports this Thursday morning we're hearing comments from several of the potential new owners now. The ownership group led by D.C. philanthropist David Rubenstein has a just over $1.7 billion deal on the table, which MLB owners still need to approve. Rubenstein, the statement says he's grateful to the Angelos family for the opportunity to join the team that he's been a fan of his entire life, he says. And he looks forward to working with the Orioles owners, players and staff. Other owners include Michael Arigetti, CEO of Aries Management, as well as some big names in sports, among them Orioles legend Cal Ripken Jr., who says the team has always been a part of his life and he looks forward to this opportunity. Also, NBA Hall of Famer Grant Hill is a part of it. Governor Wes Moore is also reacting, saying he's glad the deal will keep the team in Baltimore. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Thursday morning, new month. Welcome in February 1st. Thanks for sharing the midnight hour with us here at WTOP. You're with WTOP. Time now is 12.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Well, the weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good early morning to Ken Berger with us this Thursday in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. The broken-down vehicle beltway out near the Little River Turnpike has been cleared. All lanes are open. Just be aware of the maintenance operations on the outer loop near the American Legion Bridge. Right lane is blocked. Also, the outer loop express lanes of the beltway, but the exit ramps to both westbound 66, the main lanes, and the express lanes are blocked because of the overnight road work. In Virginia, also northbound 95, the bridge work at Dale Boulevard. Right lane gets by. The two left lanes are the ones that are blocked. And then 95 southbound. Just south of Quantico, a couple of miles south of Quantico, heading to just north of the Virginia 610 Garrisonville Aquia. This is new road construction. The left lane center lane blocked. Traffic getting by single file in the far right lane. There was or is a brief delay. And then southbound 95 after U.S. 1 on Spotsylvania. Two left lanes are blocked because of the road work uh, down in the Fredericksburg area. The Dulles Tow Road west of the Beltway in McLean. Construction activity, the left shoulder left lane blocked. At the Roosevelt Bridge, be prepared for maintenance operations affecting lanes in either direction. Then westbound 66 after the Roslyn Tunnel, left lane on left shoulder blocked. Also on westbound 66 west of the Beltway, heading all the way just in that general area. Watch out for the road widening work with various lane closures. Go electric to Fitzway, looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Kenberger, WTOP Traffic. Your early morning temperature is between 30 and 38 degrees. And while there could be some patchy fog around the area, today really is going to be a nice day. And that includes even this morning. Again, just some scattered clouds with mostly sunny skies coming your way for the afternoon. Temperatures will be rising into the mid-50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We are at 31 degrees in our nation's capital midnight hour. New month. 
1st of February this Thursday morning, brought to you this time around on TOP by Longfence. Save 25% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP Thursday morning at 1210. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Fed left rates unchanged for the fourth straight meeting and gave clear indication cuts are coming, but no timeline. The markets were looking for a timeline. The Dow lost 317 points Wednesday. The Nasdaq fell two and a quarter percent. Payroll firm ADP says private employers added a fewer than expected 107,000 jobs in December. Fast casual restaurant Honeygrow, whose menu is mix and match, stir fries and salads, is opening its fifth D.C. location in Fairfax with more to come. Jeff Clayton, WTOB News. Overseas this morning, our first midnight check on Thursday. Asian stocks mainly higher with the exception of the Nikkei, which is down this morning by 332 points. Higher elsewhere, the Kospi is up 33. The Hang Seng is up almost 210. The Shanghai is up six points this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. Conservative leaders have warned... It is a mistake, some of them saying, to impeach the Homeland Security Secretary. We've got the latest in-depth next on WTOP 1211. Good morning. Welcome in. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. When you struggle with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, you get used to not feeling 100%. I thought that was how it had to be. Until I discovered the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. They told me about new medications that weren't around back when I was diagnosed. They helped me find a specialist who gave me a new treatment plan. I'm feeling better than I ever thought I could. Don't settle for not feeling your best. Take action today to take care of yourself. Spill your guts. Learn more at SpillYourGuts.org. A Thursday morning. It's February 1st, 2024. If you're just joining us this midnight hour, welcome in. Glad you're with us. You're looking at scattered clouds as we head into this overnight early morning. Patchy fog developing by daybreak. Veronica says the low should be a bit chilly, 30 to 38 for the low before we're done. We're at 31 degrees in our nation's capital right now. Good morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. I'm Dean Lane. Time now on WTOP's 1213. This is WTOP News. House Republicans are taking their final steps now toward impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, setting up a formal vote now targeting a cabinet secretary actually for the first time in almost 150 years. This morning, WTOP's own Dimitri Sotis talks about that with Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell. House Republicans are still determined to move forward with this impeachment. It could come up on the House floor as early as next week. There's still a couple members who are undecided, Republicans, on how they will vote. But for the time being, it looks like it's moving forward. Democratic leaders say that Democrats will be united in opposition to these two articles of impeachment. Meanwhile, outside the halls of Congress, there is a growing number of Republicans even who are saying, 
saying that this is not a good idea, including Michael Chertoff, who was the DHS secretary under President George Bush. It says anything that Mayorkas has done under a very difficult situation does not rise to the level of high crimes and misdemeanors. Some observers have also pointed out that while Mayorkas is in the process of possibly being impeached, he's also been working with senators to try to come up with a plan to actually fix the southern border to enforce the law there. So it's a a bit of irony, or maybe more than a bit. You have him being impeached on one end, but he is actually actively working to change things along the southern border. So you're absolutely right. He is involved in negotiations to come up with ways to change the law to secure the southern border and to stem the flow of migrants who are approaching the border and led into the country. And meanwhile, while he is doing that, House Republicans have already said before even seeing the text of this legislation that has not been released yet, that they do not want to support or move forward with any sort of bipartisan deal to secure the border. So you have Republicans in the House who are impeaching Mayorkas for what they say is not doing his job securing the border. Meanwhile, there could very well in a matter of hours and days be a deal on the table to try to secure the border and House Republicans have immediately and prematurely rejected it. In the spirit of fairness, Leanne, are there legitimate reasons to impeach Mayorkas or to question the way he's done his job? So there are questions the way he has done his job in the sense of the record number of crossings at the border. Mayorkas and the Biden administration say that they are doing what they can with under the circumstances that are given and the law that is currently written. But as some experts say, constitutional experts as well, policy differences and disagreeing with how someone does their job is not a high crime and misdemeanor. And that is the difference. There is no evidence of illegality in their articles of impeachment. Just they argue that Mayorkas, quote, willfully is not protecting the southern border. Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell on Skype with our Dimitri Soda. She is co-author of the early 202 newsletter. A quick look at the top stories Thursday morning. We're following for you this early hour on TOP. A 16-year-old girl locally sentenced this week Wednesday after pleading guilty to stabbing and killing another teen outside of D.C. McDonald's over the summer. The people who are about to buy the Baltimore Orioles are speaking out about their dreams for the franchise, including the ultimate prize, raising the commissioner's trophy after winning the World Series. Then on Friday... The bodies of three American troops killed during a drone strike on a U.S. military base in Jordan will head back to U.S. soil. Stay with us for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got the car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh. Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. 
Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. A Thursday morning, February 1st. Glad you're with us here at WTLP at 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, 24-7 guaranteed. Traffic is always first. For that, let's head over to Ken Berger this morning. Thank you, Dean. New accident working in Prince George's County, northbound 295, the BW Parkway, right after Riverdale Road, Maryland 410. This is causing some congestion. You already had the ramp from northbound 295 to 410 blocked because of the road work. Other activity in Prince George's County includes the work zone on the Beltway out loop at Pennsylvania Avenue. You find the right lane closed in the Laurel, westbound 198 between 4th Street to 5th Street. Two left lanes are closed because of the road work. In Montgomery County, the eastbound side of the Intercounty connector prior to New Hampshire Avenue. Two left lanes are closed because of the overnight work zone. Northbound 355 between Central Avenue and Rosemont Drive. Two left lanes on the right shoulder closed. Only the far left travel lane is open. In Anne Arundel County at the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span shut down. Two-way operations on the westbound span. Northbound 97 after 50. Watch out for the work zone over on the far right side. This is causing a brief delay. Also one, uh, 100 westbound between WBNA Road and Telegraph Road, that's Maryland 170, exit 11. The two right lanes are blocked because of the road work. In Frederick County, portion of 270, watch out for the mobile work crew affecting uh, lanes either direction between 109 and Hyattstown in Maryland 80 in Urbana. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up after traffic and weather this morning. Doing more to combat juvenile crime in Maryland. We will tackle this challenge together. I'm Nick Ainelli. Our weather will overperform. Temperatures typically this time of year topping out in the mid-40s. Today I'm forecasting 55 degrees for an afternoon temperature. Just a few scattered clouds. It's going to be a very pretty day. We'll start out between 30 and 38 degrees. And well, there could be some patchy fog. We'll see that fog burn off rather quickly. So partly to mostly sunny skies coming your way today. Again, highs in the mid-50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 33 degrees this early morning in Tupon Circle. 30 degrees. Germantown, 32 Annandale. This midnight hour of the first day of the new month, February 1st, Thursday morning, we are looking at having jumped a few in the last few minutes. We're up to 35 in our nation's capital. Also coming up in the minutes ahead this morning on WTLP. How to make this tax season a painless one. I'm Scott Gelman. Sounds good to me. 1221, that advice is coming right up. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. With me today are Grant Epstein and Lynn Hackney of Community 3, phenomenal real estate developers in the Washington, D.C. urban areas. FVC Bank appreciates the close relationship we have with Community 3. Take it from us at Community 3. FEC Bank is a great partner. 
You can rely on a term sheet from FVC. We have, and you can too. Visit FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. Yeah, Thursday morning, February 1st. Thanks for starting your morning with us. Time now on WTOP is 1222. You're listening to WTOP News. A local bill that would broaden Virginia's revenge porn law clears a hurdle doing so this week on Wednesday in Virginia's House. That bill would make it against the law to spread new category of sexual images. Now, the issue of so-called revenge porn here took center stage, you may remember, in state politics just last year, especially during election season when news media reported on sex videos live streamed by Democratic House candidate Susanna Gibson and her husband. The state's current law only includes images of persons that show them totally naked or in state of undressed as it is defined. This new bill would expand the law to cover images that are sexual in nature, even when no body parts are exposed. Stay tuned. Maryland leaders say they're doing more to crack down on juvenile crime these days. WTOP's own Nick Ionelli says this Thursday morning, the lawmakers are now proposing legislation that would, in part, provide better documentation of younger kids who get arrested. We will be improving the accountability, rehabilitation, and collaboration of our system writ large. That's Maryland Senate President Bill Ferguson announcing legislation that would require police officers who arrest a child to write a report about it every time it happens in order to close gaps between law enforcement and the Department of Juvenile Services. We will tackle this challenge together. Governor Wes Moore. We are all responsible for ensuring that children receive the rehabilitation that they need to get their lives on track. He says the legislation would increase the possible length of probation for kids and would expand the jurisdiction for the Department of Juvenile Services to include children Children under 13 for firearms-related offenses and car thefts. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Well, you might cringe at the thought of having defiled your taxes again this year, but WTOP Scott Gelman Thursday morning tells us there are steps you can take to make it a little easier. One of those is taking advantage of an IRS program. There are volunteer tax preparers who are actually trained and, and certified by the IRS to prepare returns for free. Paul Smith, D.C.'s taxpayer advocate, is also recommending that you file early. It is sooner the better. You know, obviously, if you're receiving a refund, you're going to want to get your return in faster. Smith says some people are reluctant to file. They're usually worried about getting audited. As long as everything on the return was done according to the law, you have nothing to worry about. Getting your taxes filed, even if you don't have a requirement, is the best way to take advantage of things such as the earned income tax credit. Currently in the district, there are about 30% of taxpayers who qualify for that credit who actually don't take advantage of the credit simply because they don't file a tax return. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Or Thursday morning, Virginia's Attorney General Jason Miares and his Tennessee counterpart are apparently suing the NCAA. They have filed an antitrust suit claiming the NCAA's rules are on how students can actually use their name, image, and likeness violate federal antitrust laws. The suit comes after it was revealed that the NCAA was investigating the University of Tennessee and a booster-funded NIL collective that works with its athletes. The ruling body of college athletics is already being challenged right now in the court system, apparently, on several different fronts, including over transfer rules and employment status for athletes. Stay tuned. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Good Thursday morning, February 1st. Time now is 12.25. Sports at 25 and 55. And our first midnight hit Thursday morning with Mr. Rob Woodford. 
Well, it was fun while it lasted. The Wizards' first win streak in nearly a calendar year ends at two games after a 125-109 loss to the L.A. Clippers interim coach Brian Keefe. I loved our fight in the first half. I thought we came out, we competed only down six of the half. They made a quick burst in that third quarter. I think we had... Yeah, a little more turnovers. We probably would have liked that quarter if they let us 